0: 3, 2, 1. You are listening to Stage Hoppers Discuss. A podcast where we're discussing the past, present, and future of dance music. With special guests and industry experts.
1: How's it going, Stage Hoppers? It's been quite some time since we last released an episode of Stage Hoppers Discuss due to a few personal reasons however we are back and better than ever
0: super excited to be back we missed you guys uh sorry it's been a while but yeah yeah, we are back and we've launched a bunch of new projects that we're super excited about uh just over the last few months obviously we've been doing a lot of rebranding starting off with new projects we just launched up our redesigned website and if you are an artist make sure to hop on our website because we're now accepting demo submissions to review your tracks. And if you're a fan of new music and like to stay up to date, make sure you follow our two playlists, Bastopia and Housecat on Spotify. They're both weekly updated. Bastopia is a headbanging experience playlist and Housecat is a weekly updated house music playlist. And now on our website, we have a music blog portion where we're reviewing new releases by rising artists and established artists. So go on there and check it out. We have a mix of all genres, all uh, correctly kind of categorized. So if you're a bass music fan, you can go check those out. If you're a house music fan, you can go check those out and discover some new artists in addition to some of your favorites that are already out there.
1: Awesome, yeah, so what have you been up to lately? I, I mean, it's been a while, so catch us up.
0: Yeah, it's been exciting. I mean, uh, we've been busy Planning out all these projects, redesigning the website, but outside of that, like it's been fun going back to events. We had some events Ooh. happening in SoCal, and overall, I think it's just been very exciting times for the community. Uh, especially on I mean on the stage helpers, like Instagram side, we're now seeing our numbers climbing again. We're like, what the numbers are showing is that the community is excited. The community is kind of like back into the what we what we. Love doing, so yeah, it's been exciting keeping up with that. Yeah,
1: ready to go, ready to get back and dance with everybody, trade some candy, all the goodies. Yeah.
0: And as I know you just mentioned that you you were in Vegas last weekend, so tell us a little bit about your trip uh, to the Las Vegas resorts world that we talked about the last two episodes. Oh
1: yeah, Vegas was a movie. I mean, it was like part horror movie, part comedy, and then part just project x honestly (laughs) um so i went to the win and was able to see rl grime which was super cool and then i also got invited up on stage with kim lee she is from bling empire but i mean she's also known all over asia as a wonderful and beautiful dj and I also went to World Resort, or Resort World. I always get it mixed up. <laughs> uh, Resort World. And that place, it, it's beautiful. Like, it's brand spanking new, a whole bunch of good food. They have boba. Like, big plus for me, big points for Esme. And I also went to the AU Day Club at night um, for... Who did I go see? <laughs> oh, yes. I went to go see... I lost it again. No, 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 no. I got it. I went to go see Zed. And it was an interesting experience. I mean, seeing Zed was awesome. Like, he's Zed. <laughs> And um, the stage was actually like really big, really cool visuals um, on their part. Um, but the hotel or the night or the day club was a little, I don't underwhelming, I guess, um, below my expectations, because I had high expectations coming in um, for like, reason number one. Like, as soon as you get in and – or as soon as I got in and I sat down at, like, our table, um, it smelled like feet, yo. <laughs> like, it smelled like B.O. Like, it smelled like – you know how, like, you go to, like, those kitty gyms or whatever and, like, it just smells like feet? It smelled like that. That's
0: so gross. <laughs> <It> was,
1: like, <laughs> yeah, we were like, what the heck is that smell? Like, this is a new club, you know? Like – Why do you smell like V4? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But then we were like, okay, like, it's fine, it's fine. Like, we're here, free table, get to CZ, good music, good drinks, blah, 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 blah. But then we got moved um, to another table. They, like, escorted us to another table. And we were like, okay, this is weird, but whatever. And I paid so much money, like, almost $200 for water water and it wasn't even fiji and i'm not being like bougie or anything they said we ran out of like fiji here's hotel water hello
0: (laughs) they just had a bucket and like a
1: yeah basically it it was like from the hose or something was not fiji (laughs) and i'm not bougie like that i promise but like if i'm gonna pay that much Money. like it better be like top notch you know and then a a group came to our table and was like hey this is our table and we're like no bitch like no it's not and then another group came over and like it was like three groups just doing like a little like standoff it's you know like, how, like
0: spider-man yeah that's <laughs> what i
1: was just about to say like pointing at each other like it's our table no it's our table yeah um yeah super disorganized but all in all, like, a pretty good time. I mean, I tried to make the most of it with, like, the people that were there, but they were not very plur, I guess you would say. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Vegas always has its ups and downs, so all in all, it was, like, a fun experience. It was, it was, it was fun.
0: That's great to hear. Everyone made it. Everyone got it. <laughs> <laughs> in, in one, one piece.
1: piece. Yeah, barely. Um, and I know that you went to day trips. How was that?
0: (laughs) That was a great time. I mean, Daytrip was, oh my God, like three venue changes in one week. Basically, back to back, like these announcements coming out of nowhere. First, um, so if you went to Daytrip, you know all about it. But if you guys did not hear about Daytrip, Daytrip was Insomniac, the company that hosts EDC and all the other famous raves throughout SoCal. Uh, So they had basically Daytrip tickets sold last year. I believe it was like last March when I got my tickets and immediately sold out at that time. it was supposed to be a one day event. Uh, and basically like two weeks ago or a few weeks ago, they added an extra day. So they made a July 3rd and July 4th event. And they allowed everyone to transfer their tickets to July 4th if they wanted to, which was nice. Um, but yeah, so both days sold out. It's one week before the event. Everyone's excited for the first SoCal trip for the first SoCal festival back. And then out of nowhere, they basically announced that day trip is being moved from a brand new Long Beach location that was waterfront, and that everyone was, like, super excited about, to SoFi Stadium's uh, parking lot, which was in, like, it's in <laughs> Glendale. It's about, like, let's say, like, 20, maybe 30 miles into, like, northeastern, like, part of L.A. Uh, so... That was very disappointing. That was, like, we just, you just got moved from a waterfront location to deep into L.A. In a
1: parking lot.
0: In a parking lot. (laughs) And obviously, everyone was not very happy. Like, immediately, it was just, like, a roast session and everyone just going off on Pasquale and going off on Insomniac, rightfully so. Everyone's had their hotels booked for well over a year now. Or, like, yeah, at least, like, a year now. And everyone probably got, like, really great rates on their hotels and their Airbnbs because they booked in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, But now it's, like, everyone had to change change their plans, like, move everything, cancel the hotels because, like, honestly, like...
1: Didn't he say that he was going to offer, like, a shuttle from, like, their hotels to the city? I
0: didn't hear about that uh but even like with that it's like that is such a huge inconvenience because like i mean like people were getting hotels that they could probably like walk from Mm -hmm. and now it's like they gotta take a shuttle that who knows how long they'll have to like wait in line for just wait for the shutter to get there and even getting like things like uber like in that part of la it's gonna cost a lot (laughs) and getting from long beach to like glendale area is is a pretty long drive um so, yep, I will fa- flash forward like a few more days and basically they give out word one day before the event that it won't be held at the SoFi Stadium anymore, but it will be changed to the NOS Events Center in San Bernardino. So,
1: not even in LA anymore, just like <laughs> in San Bernardino.
0: Exactly. So, just for those that don't live in the area, that's an hour away from the SoFi Stadium and like also an hour away from uh Long Beach where it was originally supposed to happen. <laughs> so and Nas Event Center is a location that a lot of insomniac ravers and fans are very familiar with, but the whole point of day trip was for it to be a daytime event. And moving to San Bernardino one day before the event in about I believe the heat was like close to hundred degrees during the day and this was supposed to be a daytime event for the majority. So everyone was just very upset. But uh, Insomniac does come in with a clutch move where they offered refunds to everyone that purchased their tickets before that announcement. Uh, Before kind of like the, I believe like the first change of location, which was awesome. I mean, like that made me happy. Obviously I would have still like, (laughs) for it to be a long beach where I was like, all right, free, uh, it's a free event, can't complain. And then to add to it, they basically gave every ticket holder an option to get a free ticket to a future Insomniac festival, and which was awesome. Like it was like I was like, all right, well I had three tickets locked up, so I'm like now I have three, three basically free tickets to a future Insomniac festival, and luckily I was able to get my email, and I did sign up for the future events. I believe I signed up for Escape. As my first option, I yeah, uh, forgot what I did for my second option, but you kind of did like a first, second tier, third tier, and it was only a one day pass. Uh, but one thing that we did notice as well, I was actually talking to uh, one of the stage hoppers, his name is Rob. Uh, he, hey, mess- Rob. <laughs> he messaged you on uh, Instagram and we were talking about it. He mentioned that EDC Las Vegas still had tickets available at the time. But as soon as that announcement was made, like immediately before it, they removed available tickets. Sus. And every time there is like an announcement, every time ADC is sold out, it's a huge announcement. So it's like mm-hmm. they always make a really big deal out of it. And actually, like that week as well, I looked into getting tickets because um, I want to like tell my friends, like, hey, you guys, should, there's tickets available again because they took some of the tickets that were refunded and made them available. So I was going to send that to some friends and be like, hey, guys, like, you guys should come. There's tickets available. But now it's basically all those tickets got taken (laughs) away. They said
1: nothing to see here. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and then, like, no announcement. They just kind of, like, low-key took all those tickets away. Most likely so that we couldn't get free tickets to DC Las Vegas.
1: Yeah, I... I also filled out the free ticket form as well, and Escape wasn't available when I did it. I was so sad. <laughs> I got
0: pyrody over as me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. We got the VIPs
0: going, going, please. the
1: tickets <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I did, like, Dream State or something like that.
0: Dream State will be fun. Actually, I regret doing Escape because I didn't realize, well, I didn't think about it at the time, but EDC and Escape are one week apart. Are they? Yeah. Cool so now Ooh. i'm thinking of backtracking if they if i do get the edc ticket if i do get the uh escape tickets i might just try to sell them and do nocturnal instead mm-hmm. I do have a f- couple friends like hopefully flying in at that time um but i don't know, i don't think i could party too hard a week after edc <laughs> like,
1: yeah that'll be an in- insane for sure So on to other event news. Excision's reunion takes place this weekend in Legend Valley, Ohio, where they have Lost Lands, um, with a lineup that will satisfy any headbanger, such as myself. Um, Artists like Sudden Death, 12th Planet, Back to Back Wooly. That's an exciting one. I'm so jealous. Level Up, Jessica Otterfried. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't know how to <laughs> pronounce her name. And Dion Timmer will be taking the stage and bringing the heat. So if you're going, please send us videos. You already know the drill. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is gonna be an exciting one. Uh, in some, not in some like Excision adding one more festival to his roster, and which is already like Base Canyon, Lost Lands. If I'm not missing anymore, I think this will be his third one, mm-hmm. but we, we are seeing this expansion and due to crazy high demand, like Lost Lands sold out immediately. Um, so yeah, adding another festival at that same location is just going to be fantastic for yeah, everyone to miss out on Lost Lands.
1: If I wasn't like in California and like closer to Ohio, I would so be there right now, but I am not. And yeah, I'm also like in the middle of moving, so... <laughs> probably not the best time to book it to Ohio. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I really do want to travel and kind of experience more festivals outside the state. Because I feel like with Insomniac, obviously Insomniac offers like crazy production, but it's getting to the point where it's getting like a little bit repetitive where it's Mm -hmm. always at the NOS Center. Mm -hmm. Like at least if there was, if they did like a mix of more, including Glen Helen, that would have been awesome, but we're kind of stuck with the NOS Center for the most part. Um,
1: that's the only place that wants us there. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. We're getting like, I think noise is just a huge problem in California Mm -hmm. where I think places like Ohio, you're not really getting as much problems with that. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's
0: why they could go so big with Lost Lands and (laughs) not be worried about it.
1: I'm planning to do a lot of events outside of california actually this year like i'm going to imagine instead of nocturnal so that'll be in atlanta so that'll be super fun so. yeah i'm going solo one day because one of my friends or the friend that i'm supposed to go with she works that day so i was like i'm not gonna <laughs> just chill here like while you while, while you're at work you know i'm gonna go and enjoy myself so it'll be super as i should (laughs) (laughs) and then a week after that is lost lands so i'll be going from atlanta to ohio like within the span of like four days apart of each other which intense and then and then i'll be back here and then i have edc which is in vegas and then yeah
0: we are back, party. We are yeah.
1: back.
0: <laughs> party mode, making up for lost time. Oh, yeah. And we just had like another massive event with Illenium Trilogy. I know there's a lot of Illenium fans out there. He just released his fourth studio album yesterday, Fallen Embers. And Esme, give us your thoughts on that.
1: Well, I mean, Elenium is known for his feelings, like songs, you know, so that was definitely like, I don't know, I felt like I was like simping when I wasn't supposed to be, like I was just chilling, just (laughs) listening to the song, and I was like, I'm kind of (laughs) sad, why am I thinking about other people right now? um but it's really good one of my favorite songs on there is the one that he did with excision i forgot the name but like it's really good of course i mean whenever they collab together it's always magic and then he also did a like song with tori kelly which was surprisingly like pretty good as well i saved it as well um yeah but i recommend that everybody listens to it
0: how do you think it compares to the previous albums? Is it very similar in sound, or is it kind of like a difference? Uh...
1: I feel like it's pretty similar. Yeah. Um, he also has, like, a lot of people's vocals in these ones. Like, just like a range of, like, different, like, voices that I'm not familiar with. Um, I mean, like, he did the one with Excision and Helene, I think yeah. her name is. Yeah. And... I mean, they always collab together, so that was familiar to me. But like, Tori Kelly and um some other people that I'm not familiar with. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, like that—that that was like a nice surprise. I think. Yeah.
0: I was expecting. Like I haven't listened to the album yet. I'm not like a crazy big like millennium fan. An millennial. Millennial. But I was expecting with, like, the trilogy event that this was, like, his fourth album was going to be something, like, completely different than his previous styles.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, like...
0: Which I don't know if it's, like, a good thing or a bad thing. Because it's, like, when artists do change up their styles, everyone complains.
1: Yeah, I thought there was going to be more bass. Really? Because at his events, like, you're headbanging and then crying and then headbanging some more. So with one song... That only had a little bit of dubstep, like a sprinkle, with excision. I was I was a little thrown off by that. Not not in a bad way, but like, I was I was expecting a little more. <laughs>
0: I getcha, and he's in like a happy relationship, I think. Yeah, he's <laughs> like happy. I was like, one like, if he ever breaks up with his girlfriend or like wife, I'm not sure, but like imagine <laughs> how sad that music is gonna be. No,
1: I'm I mean, obsessed with their dog, Peanut. <laughs> So cute. Like, their family photos are so cute together.
0: <laughs> like, like, another huge part of that event is that it was, like, a stadium event. Mm-hmm. Definitely a trilogy show. If you haven't seen yet, yet another project the Stitch Hopper team has been working hard on is our Best Of series. We did our first one with Ubby Dubby, and our second one was with Sunset Music Festival, and we just did our Best Of Illenium Trilogy. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's a lot of really epic moments that we received from the community. With 40,000 attendees at the Trilogy Show, uh, making it the first event of the All-Giant Stadium, I believe it's called. I forgot to look it up, but I believe it's called All-Giant Stadium with a 65,000 capacity. That's a huge move for EDM and, like, dance music in general, because now I feel like we're taking that next step into stadium shows where we could argue if it's, like, a good thing or a bad thing. But what are your thoughts on stadium shows?
1: I mean, I think it's good. I mean, to each their own. I personally like having everybody just, like, you know, like, out on the floor together, whereas, like, paying for, like, a seat is not really my thing. Um, But, I mean, you can, like, you can definitely get, like, general admission or whatever, like at a stadium show for sure, but yeah, I I don't know I like cool, but whatever.
0: I agree. <laughs> I agree. That I'm like torn up about it because I, I mean stadium shows would just mean bigger bigger production, mm-hmm. going all a lot bigger on everything. Uh, but yeah, I personally, do enjoy everyone on the dance floor together. And personally, for me, I don't want to be on a seat like I. I like if I'm going to a stadium show, I want to be on the floor and I'm floor trying tickets. To dance. Yeah, exactly. And floor tickets are expensive. I think for a Millennium mm-hmm. it was like three, four hundred dollars for a floor ticket. That's
1: floor a whole tickets. festival. Yeah,
0: that's a lot. Uh, <laughs> so I think that those are some of the pros and cons. Is like I, I don't know yet if I would rather be at like let's say uh, a couple like the Palladium in L. A. Having like multiple nights at the Palladium in L. A. Mm-hmm. Versus um, having like one massive stadium show. But, yeah, we'll see. We'll kind of see how it goes. I mean, the next event coming up right now is Cascade at SoFi Stadium. And, again, that's another inaugural show for SoFi Stadium. So it's the first open show. um, And we have another, like, Cascade headlining it, which is fantastic for L.A. Cascade has always done something special whenever he comes into town. So him opening up that stadium is going to be great. And, like, keep sneaking and they keep telling you one to get there early i will be going to that event i have four <laughs> tickets as well Ooh. so i'm excited i was like if i'm going and getting floor um,
1: absolutely
0: but yeah we'll see so tickets i got my ticket for floor for about i think it was 170 or 150 which was fair I got that was like like I was yeah, talking yeah. with some friends yeah. and we we're like, all right, what what are we willing to pay for floor? Which sucks is that we don't know what the pricing is before we go in. I think we should know. Mm-hmm. At least give us like a heads up. Uh, but yeah, we basically went in and we we're like texting, we we're like, Should we get floor? And we we're like, Yeah, this price is okay, all right? Let's go let's go for floor. Um and Cascade's been making announcements all day yesterday and today, like telling everyone to get there early because once the inaugural show an organization might be like kind of a problem for that many people as a first show and two there's a special opener that we don't know who it is and by contract Cascade is not allowed to say who the opener is
1: yeah I saw I saw on his post I was like sneaky sneaky (laughs) very hush hush very exciting for all the people that are attending um but what if it's a disappointment? What if it's just like <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean some some people have been throwing around Zoo,
1: uh,
0: but he said but he confirmed it is not Zoo. Oh. Maybe that's what he wants us to think. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently Zoo went on his speaking live speaking. and said that he'll be in LA on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So maybe he'll be doing a surprise show somewhere in LA. Uh, maybe Cascade's just tr- trying to throw us off by saying no. I
1: mean, maybe he's bringing him out for his smaller shows.
0: Oh, what if he brings him out for, uh, because they have a song together.
1: Oh, like a little special guest thing. Yeah, like, what was, uh, That would be cool. In the morning. So, see, like, technically he's not lying because he's not an opener. But what if he's, like, there but, that would, I would go crazy. I'm a new
0: <laughs> fan. Uh... So, I would love to see that. And some people were also throwing out John Summit as another Ooh, possibility. Okay,
1: okay, okay.
0: I believe John Summit said on Twitter, I, heard, I saw him, like, responding to someone saying he's, I think, out of town for his, I want to say his, like, sister's or cousin's wedding. Uh, but I don't know if, like, they could just be throwing us off. was <laughs>
1: like, I'm not getting married. <laughs>
0: yeah, it is also, like, weird, like, it's like, because normally... Uh, like, I don't know, they're making it out to be someone really special. But it's mm-hmm. like, why not just, um, like, why is it in the contract that it can't be announced? Like, yeah. normally, because they are still, They I think they ended up releasing some more tickets. So, there's some tickets available. So, like, if it's someone that special, won't you want to announce it to, se- like, sell it out completely? Um, but it's like, maybe the guy just isn't getting paid enough. And he's like, no, <laughs> I don't want my name on it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, whoever it is.
0: We'll find out. Get there, there early tomorrow. Uh, doors open at six p.m. Show starts at, at six 4. thirty. Yeah, yeah. I'm planning on getting there about like four thirty five, and I'm just pre gaming. Mm-hmm. And I'm like heading in in the parking lot. Yeah, you know what it is
1: in the fifty dollar <laughs> yeah spot. fifty dollar
0: parking spot. Oh, and uh, one thing I want to talk about with the Cascade show that i been trying to figure out. I'm not sure if. They're testing, not testing, if they're checking for COVID or not. Interesting. So they haven't mentioned. So it does mention in very small, like prints, when you do take a deep dive on it, that they will be checking vaccines or 72 hour COVID tests. But there's been no announcement made from Insomniac or Cascade. So
1: if you haven't been vaccinated and you didn't take a test, are they just supposed to turn you away because you didn't know? Yeah. Because they didn't announce it?
0: They haven't announced any. I would, I've would. i been thinking about Excuse like, me? Se- like <laughs> tweeting out at like Cascade and Insomniac with that Stay Chopper Twitter page like s- saying, hey, you guys like Definitely need should. to make an announcement because I've been looking and... They're not saying anything. Like I see it on the site that that they say yes, but like there needs to be communication from the promoters to like mass announcing that like a test is needed or not.
1: Did they do a COVID test for Elenium's trilogy?
0: I don't believe so, but that's Vegas as well.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: Uh, and especially with new restrictions being put on L. A. Ah. Starting Saturday night, <laughs> mask mandate is coming back to L. A.
1: Indoor masks.
0: Indoor masks. Yeah. Uh, my guess is they're not gonna check. They have that in there as like a provision, just to have it in there, just to make like the city like feel better. Happy. And in case they do, like in case any new restrictions do get put on, like the restriction is getting put on literally Saturday night mm-hmm. at midnight after right after the event is over.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: <laughs> but the, yeah, the event ends at eleven, and the mandate starts at twelve. Um assuming that they just have that in there in case any new restrictions pop up they're giving they're already giving like a heads up to the crowd Mm -hmm. coming in uh but maybe they're just not gonna check is what i'm hoping for but i do have like for example two friends like one in arizona right now who's uh he hasn't been vaccinated and he's in a at a golf tournament at the moment Mm. and he's just not sure if he should make the trip back to come to Cascade because he's like i'm not gonna be able to get a COVID test in time and like like, what if i make the trip all the way back and it's like they check us and they just make me go home yeah like that would suck
1: that would suck
0: So we'll see we'll see hopefully we get some more information in today if not you'll hear me complaining (laughs) (laughs) the next episode of stage Office. well good luck
1: (laughs) good luck for sure yeah and i guess one of edm's biggest news um events that is happening this week or has happened i guess is the return of Swedish House Mafia? Dun, dun, nah. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> After nine years of no new music and what feels like a void in all of our hearts, Swedish House Mafia makes a huge return with a brand new track. The first track is called "It Gets Better," which was released July fifteenth, so yesterday? No, two days ago. Yesterday. Yesterday. Mm. Yep. Yep. Yesterday. <laughs> And in an interview with Zayn Lowe for Apple Music One, Angelo described the song as so original and can't genre place it. So it's supposed to be super unique. And they are also releasing a song, um, it was just confirmed today, called Lifetime, which features Ty Dolla Sign and 070 Shake this Monday. Um, I believe that they're performing it on the... Tonight's show, I believe. But don't quote me on that.
0: Uh, uh, have you, what did you think of the new song? You know, I haven't
1: listened to oh. it. Don't, 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 don't look at wow. me. Shame, shame. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: it's, I think it's one of those songs that you gotta listen to it a few times mm-hmm. to kind of like really enjoy it and let it sit. And, but yeah, I mean, what kind of what they say, what they said about it is correct. Like, I think it's like a new sound coming in. It's hard to predict what we're going to see from them, like what that album is going to sound like, but definitely I don't see it sounding the way it did, like the old Swedish House Mm -hmm, Mafia mm -hmm. did. But one thing I'm really excited about is Steve Angelo's new style. It's and Grosso, for the most part. Their releases the last couple of years have been very similar to what like Swedish House Mafia did. Maybe Mm -hmm. like exactly... Like that was still like the big room vibe, uh, kind of like emotional tracks. Whereas Steve Angelo, especially with his last album, Humans, was just completely kind of switched up his vibe and went in like a really much darker route, which is what we see with the new Swedish House Mafia record. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I'm really excited about. Uh, Human, I think personally, I consider it a heavily underrated album. I I don't think it got the recognition it deserved. If you guys need a recommendation, check out Dopamine by Steve Angelo. That is one of my like favorite all time songs. And there's yeah, if you listen song. to, the, I think the whole <laughs> album is like twenty one tracks, which is huge. Um, but if you listen to it, if you kind of listen to all the songs back to back, it is all kind of like one piece of art. Um, but that's that, that that's really what makes me super excited for the new Swedish House Mafia album. But we'll yeah,
1: see. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. For sure, and like you said, there's a lot of like different aspects that go into it that make it so unique from these three artists because they've been doing stuff on their own, you know. But like not like reunited or anything. Um, but yeah, the group consists of Steve. Sorry. One last thing. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, you're but, good. You're good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got you off. But I've been thinking about it. I was like, there's a small possibility could be Swedish House Mafia for the opener for cascade i don't think it will happen but like it's just been sitting in the back of my mind that who would not want to yeah, be that oh big.
1: my be god C-
0: cascade has been like preaching get there early get there early and like contractually obligated not to say anything sounds very familiar to a swedish house mafia has done in the past oh there'll it's be,
1: gonna be huge They'll be in
0: la there. for the tonight show you mentioned uh I don't know. I think, like, there's a couple of things that are lined up. I can't see them playing, like, a full set like that as an opener set. That's, like, the one thing that's, like, holding me back from it. But in terms of hype and them just coming in and, like, just giving, like, a sneak preview. Tearing it something. up. Yeah, just, like, playing maybe a couple new songs. or mm-hmm. I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what we get, what happens. But
1: Oh, my gosh. If that happens, <laughs> bye. Like, <laughs> soul leaves body. You're going to lucky. <laughs> in advance but like knock on wood or i mean is that wood (laughs) (laughs) okay here we go the group consists of steve angelo sebastian Ingrosso, and axwell they were established in 2018 and split in 2013 some songs that you would probably know are don't you worry child and Greyhound Um, in 2018 they announced they were reuniting to play shows in their hometown Stockholm Sweden and they also headlined Ultra 2018 and Creamfields in 2019 however they did not make new music due to creative conflicts and Sebastian Ingrosso describes the artistic challenge by saying it was just like what the fuck do we do? How do we come back? Do we just give them another version of what we've done before? And then he goes to say, I was like, fuck, that, (laughs) that, that is depressing to go back. Um, oh, no, no, no. He said, let me read that again okay and he said i was like fuck that (laughs) there we go that's the way to say it it's depressing to go back it's disgusting to go back so they've been working really hard and they also described or they also said that the pandemic actually helped them to get back on it and make an album that they were happy with because they were just sitting around with samples late at night is what They said in the interview, and they were sitting around late at night with all these samples, trying to put things together and like, what works with what? And then they came up with all this. And the group will be coming out with an album later this year called Paradise Again. Super exciting. And to catch more Swedish House Mafia, you can also watch them perform on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon on Monday, July
0: 19th. July 19th july 17th <laughs> they're two days apart
1: they're two days apart they'll be
0: in la on july 17th <laughs> that will be huge if they show up there oh my god i'm so excited <laughs> but now it's like a feeling with anyone else i'm so like well fuck i'm gonna go get a drink i don't want to watch this
1: <laughs> for real don't hide or don't set too high of expectations <laughs> you're gonna like disappoint yourself yeah, or honestly, something like, if it if it's zoo you're just gonna be like well it wasn't swedish house mafia <laughs>
0: <laughs> like i'm just waiting at the beginning just hearing that
1: lose your mind Start fangirling.
0: Yeah, honestly, I'll just, just see me, like, break down. <laughs> Have you seen, like, the video where, like, Michael Jackson's performances where people just passing out in the crowd, Yeah! Like, oh just, like, 20 people just passing out before he even starts.
1: That's gonna be you.
0: Like, that's, like, another level of fame that I feel like we'll, like, never see. Like, the type of fame that, like, Michael Jackson had with no social media, little to no internet at all, and, like, just having that worldwide just, yeah, being probably like the most famous person. In People the world. who
1: wanted to be him. Yeah. Crazy. It's yeah. like
0: yeah, that's that's so. Like funny. you
1: still see like Michael Jackson impersonators, yeah. you know, in Hollywood.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So with Sweet Shots Mafia coming back again, uh, they did not tour north or south. Or uh, I guess they did maybe once. They did. They did stuff in Mexico, flew Mexico City with their own tour production, as a part of the 19 shows they did when they came back. But no U.S. stops, which, like, I mean, with this coming, but with the new album coming out, they'll for sure be in the U.S., mm-hmm. uh, doing, like, a tour in the U.S., and we'll most likely see them doing a stadium tour, because that's what they did for the last night. And I mean, the production for their last tour was absolutely insane, like, just one massive, like, wall of, leds um
1: what if they go to edc
0: oh that'd be that'd be crazy (laughs) i really hope they do that we're all just like what if (laughs) it's just fun i feel like it's so fun just trying to figure out like what they're gonna be up to next because they're
1: it's been so long yeah
0: (laughs) but we'll see i mean i think they'll definitely do another push with the stadium shows and pushing the envelope more on that for dance music, and...
1: I mean, they were the first EDM group to sell out Madison Square Garden, uh, you know? So, they'll definitely be able to, like, sell out all different types of stadiums across the country, for sure.
0: Yeah, I feel like back when, uh, like, in 2008 to 2013 that you mentioned, like, there was such a big wave of new... EDM and dance music fans because of Swedish House Mafia Mm -hmm. like because of like they really pushed all these songs uh, into like the radios and everyone hearing it everyone wanting to go see them and experiencing kind of like what like raves and dance music was all about in a way Uh, so again with the new album and a massive tour I think we will see like new fans coming in like these songs possibly like making it on the radio um, and just making our community bigger.
1: Yep, I mean it's already like huge from like TikTok and stuff.
0: Esme's <laughs> <As laughs> like, so... oh, keep, like, keep it on the DL. <laughs> <laughs> shh, shh,
1: they're not coming back. <laughs> no reason to come.
0: <laughs> and then in some strange COVID news, uh, South Korea bans hundred and twenty BPM and and G- gyms, and hundred BPM being the beats per minute of a song so each song kind of sits at a certain uh, bpm and to give you guys a little insight so most hip-hop songs sit about between 60 to 100 bpm most house songs sit between 115 and 130 uh, techno and trance sit about 120 to 140 dubstep <laughs> is about 135 to 145 drum and bass at about 160 to 180 uh so there's you're very limited <laughs> to your gym playlist i I guess
1: (laughs) perry what do you listen to like is what about classical music (laughs) they
0: actually do encourage classical music
1: wow (laughs) interesting
0: uh so yeah in order to limit the spread of covid gyms in south korea have been told to not play music with bpms 120 uh, or more and treadmills to be limited to 3.7 miles per hour Health officials say the restriction will prevent fast breathing and sweating. Gym owners are asking whether there is any proof that BPM has an impact on spreading the virus. Um, but in response, officials say that these restrictions are put in place so they will not have to close gyms. All right. <laughs> Prime Minister Kim boo Kim... War in the country has reached maximum crisis level with 1,100 new cases recorded on Sunday. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, d- I really don't think there's any studies supporting that. And I think they... S- I want to say, based on the pictures that I saw, all the gyms were already people wearing masks in there. Mm-hmm. So I think there still is a mask, mainly. I don't know how necessary it is if you're wearing, like, a decent mask. I feel like I should stop. I don't think the beats per minute will really have much of. An no, effect. yeah, people
1: are gonna work out either way, you know. Like sometimes I work out in silence and I'm going off, you know. Like I don't think some some music. As we run
0: our inner demons. <laughs> <laughs>
1: for <laughs> real. <laughs> they fuel me.
0: Wait, <laughs> yeah, I think I think it definitely is like a little ridiculous, but I mean, as long as it's keeping the gyms open, it's like. I, i'd rather just be like All right, whatever and they can't control your own playlist and they're just not having some i guess gyms are bumping classical music right
1: now <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah like what like do they just like do like no headphones or something as, or like?
0: as much as i heard like it seems like you're still you could play headphones and they can't really control the music i don't think okay. there's there's like a police going around let me, let me check what song you're playing <laughs> what
1: song are you listening to <laughs> We have like a BPM like (laughs) measurer. That goes above it, you're kicked out.
0: Straight to jail. (laughs) Straight to jail. (laughs) So we did. uh, write an article about this. Go to stagehoppers.com. Go to our news section, and you'll be able to read more on it. And we did give a few recommendations of songs under 120 BPM. We have Rez, Dark Age, Duke Dumont on some house stuff with Ocean Drive, and Ganja White Knight and Liquid Stranger, Jungle Juice. So if you want to check those songs out under 120 BPM, our fans of South Korea, you'll be good to bump those in the gym. <laughs>
1: good luck. I feel like with everything this week, I was like, Good luck.
0: Just doing our cascade, good luck. <laughs> Alright, I think that wraps up our episode for today. Thank mm-hmm. you for joining us. Um we'll be doing episodes more. Back to back every two weeks again, like before, more consistently. And we're thank you for listening, me
1: Yeah, um, can't wait to see you guys or tune in with you guys next. Er, can't wait to tune in with you guys in the next couple of weeks. We will definitely have a lot to talk about. Um, but until then, see you then. And good luck. <laughs> <laughs>